Good morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a daily podcast where we talk about sports. I am Brian Beans, and guess who's back? Trey is in the house this morning. Episode number 446, sir. January 27th. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How's it going? How are you doing? Not bad. Wow. It's been a while. Vacation over? Are you kind of back in the grind? I'm back on the grind, and I saw that... Uh, so, you know, I decided to come on today. It's time. It's time. Maximus is running around this morning. He called and said, hey, uh, going to be quite a bit late. Uh, his One of his children, we won't name names, the one who plays basketball forgot her basketball shoes at home. So he's <laughs> he's doing the old uh, back and forth run around. So he'll jump in here maybe at some point, uh, you know, once he gets uh, – gets the family in order and gets things rolling. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get things going here on the blank. And uh, I want your feedback right off the bat. Wisconsin man, Nathaniel Hackett to the Denver Broncos. Is this a precursor to Aaron Rodgers heading to the Broncos? Nah. No? Nah. I mean, outside of the fact that the disappointing season ending and oh wow and it's as expected to be hired oh wow um yeah but no I don't, I don't offensive coordinator from the green bay packers goes to the denver broncos yeah i see i don't think it's a, i don't think it's a precursor that had no advice adams will go there i think after that of the season they made it pretty clear that that he doesn't want to rebuild and Matt LaFleur himself also said that the Packers have no intentions to reboot either. And I think either Aaron Rodgers comes back to the Packers for another season or he's going to retire. One or the other. Yeah. And he he has, well, I guess he kind of has control in this, but he, I mean, it's it's all handshake, right? There's nothing in writing that says that the Packers have to do anything with him. He's under contract, uh, you know. So mm-hmm. they, yeah, sure. They they promised that they would do their best to trade him or whatever after the season, if that's what they wanted to do. Uh, Devontae Adams probably going to be franchised, right? They ultimately the Packers have have the control uh, in that one. So um, the prospect of both of them going somewhere. I, I don't like the chances of that just because I, I think I think Adams is there whether he wants to be or not and he may not be happy with the franchise tag but um, but ultimately they can do that so yeah we will see Nathaniel Hackett so Nathaniel Hackett the first big hiring uh, happens uh, and Denver gets him so I, I kind of I guess I kind of like the fit there right they already kind of have the defense stacked. They they have the offense kind of where they want it, other than the the one position. They they still need a quarterback there to make it all go. But I like where they're at receiver wise. They've got the running backs they want. Tight end, they're solid, and, and the defense is kind of already built up and ready to go. So uh, it should be a good, right. good landing spot for him. Yeah, literally the Broncos. All they need is a. Uh, I wouldn't even say they need an elite quarterback. They just need. I, let me let me retrace. Like I do not mind Teddy Bridgewater as a quarterback, but I feel as though he's just done to the point where no. they needed. Yeah, no. um, he's he's, as he's they... av- average, average or a little below average, I guess is the way. I would... right. Even if uh, obviously this is going to happen now, like even if they brought in like traded for Jimmy Garoppolo or something like that, I feel as though their odds would go up. Yeah, obviously Jimmy Garoppolo. Probably doesn't go anywhere now because he got him to the NFC Championship game again. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he's he's put the San Francisco 49ers right where they didn't want to be, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. So I, I I don't I don't know I don't know what where exactly they're going to go with that. Maybe they draft in the first round. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's not 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 a great looking draft for that, but. Um... There are there are a few guys out there. Maybe they'll be able to bring somebody in. Maybe they're okay with Bridgewater, or you know, I can't imagine they're they're okay with Locke as their guy. But you know, we'll see. We'll see where they go. Uh, ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. officially has uh, retired. Yep, I just watched the video right before we uh, so, 
so we knew that was coming. Hall of Famer or not? Mm, should be. Yeah, I think so. Too. He should two, be. Two super, two Super Bowls, six Pro Bowls. Uh, he's the all-time leader in uh, games, uh, passing games over 500 yards. He's got four of them. Four passing games over 500 yards. That's that's a, a fantasy jewel if you landed in one of those. Um, you know, I think he's at like 50 some thousand passing yards or something. I mean, it's it, you know pretty pretty ridiculous numbers as far as passing yardage goes. And and uh, yeah, I think I think he lands in there. I think he's done enough to uh, get himself settled in to the Hall of Fame. So, uh, hey, before I get too far, got a shout out to my kid. Happy birthday, Andres. Uh, 16 years old today. Ooh, yeah. Happy birthday, so, buddy. Uh, happy birthday. Yeah, so th- those of you out in the uh, greater uh, Bend area, uh, get all your driving in now because he will be on the road this afternoon probably. So. Oh man, yeah. he his driver's test, or is that like that? Well, uh, in or- in Oregon, there? and I don't know, I-, I don't know how it works in other states, but in Oregon now, if you uh, take driver's ed, which is uh, you know, it's like a six-week class now. Yeah. It's yep. they do a lot of stuff, uh, and you pass the test there, and then you pass the practical uh, driving that you do in that. All you have to do is go down to the local DMV and uh, pay your pay your fees and and take your picture and you're done no no tests anymore oh, no pressure so oh, man that's yeah a little different yeah well uh granted i years ago but um in wisconsin actually no my my brother and sister just got their license recently um so in wisconsin you same thing like you said do like the written exam or whatever whatever what have you and then from there you still have road test too okay yeah so you still have to do that practical at the Mm -hmm. end which was uh when i way back uh when i got my license to drive the the covered wagon um Mm -hmm. you had to you had to do the written test uh to get your learner's permit at 15 and then you had to do uh uh, then you did the practical to get your actual driver's test at 16 so uh you know and driver's ed was driver's ed was the way I remember it. And, and, and just could be just because I'm so old. I don't remember what driver's ed was like, but I don't, I don't remember anything near the amount of classroom time that they have to go through now. And then uh, we, we pretty much just jumped in a car and drove around. You know? I was going to say, <laughs> what, you just practice for the parking lot? Yeah. Yeah, really. It was, uh, yeah. I, I remember it as I, you know, uh, me and some other buddy of mine got in a car got in the car with the with the gym teacher and he said let's drive to the coast and so we did we drove, to the coast, <laughs> drove back that was about six hours worth of driving and and did that a couple times and and that was that but uh, I, i'm sure there had to, there had to have been some sort of uh, classroom piece to that but i i i certainly don't remember it uh the way that my son had to go through it which was three hours a day for two days a week for six weeks and and it was the most boring thing he said he's ever been through in his life so yeah but he's through it positive. so uh, yeah so, what's that so hey on a positive note at least you won't have to take him to uh swimming anymore you can take him so exactly and and uh it was funny. yeah it was funny because he asked me the other night he said hey uh, on thursdays are, are you driving me to swimming or what because you're gonna be swimming anyway it's almost like he he, he likes the chauffeur service uh, enough right. to just, if he doesn't have to drive, then, then uh, he, he won't. So yeah, tonight I'll, I'll be driving tonight to, uh, <laughs> to swimming as normal, just because it makes me go. So that's good. And I need that. I need to get my exercise okay. in. So, Hey, did you put together a little list for me today? We're going we're to go over the, the pretty much the duds, right? The guys that killed you. And, and it doesn't even have to be your team in particular, but just in fantasy football in general, we're going to talk about uh, the guys that just did not live up to the preseason billing, right? Probably didn't match their, right. <clears throat> their, their finish didn't match their ADP uh, going into the draft. And, you know, for whatever reason, they, they hurt your team or they hurt somebody's team. Um, starting with the quarterback, I'll, I'll dive into my two quarterbacks. I picked two of them. Uh, Ryan Tannehill being one of them. I have him. I have him in MSD. Uh, finished it like the quarterback eight last year. So he was, you know, top 10 guy 
ended up 14, number 14 this year, uh, 21 touchdowns in the air, 14 interceptions, still seven touchdowns on the ground, which is kind of where he makes his hay, but his yardage wasn't uh, nearly what it was last year. And I had him kind of, you know, just kind of a disappointing one. He's one of those guys that you wouldn't have drafted early per se. You wouldn't have hit him in, you know, probably the top eight rounds or whatever. But if you were one of those guys that waited on quarterback uh, in your redraft league and thought, well, I can just grab Tannehill, you know, in, in round nine, round 10, whatever, uh, you were disappointed. He didn't, uh, he didn't live up to the billing and didn't, you probably at, by mid season were scrambling around to find somebody else to stream as your quarterback because, <clears throat> because you were tired of Tannehill. Uh, not getting it done for you. And my other one, my second quarterback that I chose was Lamar Jackson, who finished uh, the quarterback 15, right behind Tannehill, uh, 16 passing touchdowns, only two rushing touchdowns this year for Lamar Jackson uh, and 13 interceptions to go along with that. You know, he did have, I think he had still over 700 yards rushing, uh, but just with the injuries that happened and, and I think he missed a game or two with COVID and, COVID. and all that, he just, he just, man, uh, here's a guy that you probably, he probably win as a top five quarterback. So and I know I, I made the dumb, dumb, dumb mistake and I, and I won't do this again. Mark my words mm-hmm. in my redraft league. I drafted Lamar. Right, and I took him in the third round, took him in the third round. Oh, See, I could have had I could have had Cooper Cup. I could have, I mean all the guys that I could have drafted. <laughs> Let me tell you what's crazy. Uh, even though we're kind of going off off tangent, uh, I took Lamar like in the first. I don't actually. I took him in the fourth round. Somehow I got him there. I took Cooper Cup in the fifth round right after that. Isn't that just Isn't that just ridiculous? Nice. So you so you were able to you were able to cover it, but you weren't happy with Lamar for most of the year, were you? Oh man, no, actually, actually, um, until Lamar wasn't he, he was top five, like you said, after like that COVID stint, kind of fell off a little bit. And he, I want to say, he went in reverse. There's man, honed in for like teams were focusing on him more, or maybe it was just unsure, but yeah, probably wouldn't. Take That'll probably be the last time I take quarterback really high. Yeah, and it, yeah, I mean, because if you draw a you know a parallel to to Marquise Brown was lights out for the first half of the year, right? Top right. top ten wide receiver for the first half of the year. It might even have been top five for a lot of that. Uh, super consistent, right? Was getting a ton of targets, uh, getting a bunch of receptions. Had had touchdowns coming in pretty regularly, and then. As soon as Lamar kind of hit the wall, it, the whole offense hit the wall. And then, you know, Marquise Brown completely disappeared uh, for the second half of the season. So they kind of went hand in hand. Running game never really materialized there. Granted, yeah, it was Baltimore a, it was went through. They, they lost yeah. everybody. It was, it was a tough season for them. Yeah, uh, I, do look, I do look for him to bounce back, but I'm not, I'm not making that mistake again. I'm not going to go in on uh on any quarterback i don't care who it is uh it's not happened i'm not i'm not falling for it again uh i think i was suffering from the previous year in that league uh i waited a little too long on quarterback and then spent the whole cheat the whole season chasing trying to trying to pick up the right quarterback on waivers trying to trade guys for quarterbacks and it never happened and uh, so i kind of went in with a different perspective and thought, okay, I'm going to take care of this quarterback thing. I'm not going to have to worry about quarterback for the whole year. And sure enough, uh, you know, and pretty, much, I pretty much finished last place in that league. So I, I was going to uh, say, yeah. on how you're not drafting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> who'd you have, who, who'd you have as your quarterback disappointments this year? My quarterback is, um, well, you covered Tannehill pretty well, so I won't go over him. Uh, but my top three disappointments were, like you said, Tannehill being one, Russell, other, uh, yeah. Um, a lot, a lot of people took Russell Wilson kind of high this year. Uh, not, I wouldn't say in the same like round as Lamar or anything like. Yeah, I was gonna say probably five through seven. Yeah. 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 So, um, I would definitely throw Russell Wilson on my list. 
And here's the one that was kind of it's shocking because this freaking guy's gonna win the MVP, Aaron Rodgers. He didn't really have the best fantasy season, in my opinion. Or did he? Yeah, I don't. I would have to look at my rankings to see where yeah, uh, Rodgers compared to his eight. Yeah, his ADP. Um, he like his ADP. Let me look real quick. I, and I, I and, and I went and I have his numbers because I went uh, went over them last year or la- uh, yesterday on our MVP show. Uh, th- three sixty six for five thirty one, right? Uh, sixty nine point nine rating, forty one hundred yards, which is a little mm-hmm. low for him, right? Thirty seven touchdowns, which is yeah, that's good. Nothing wrong with thirty seven touchdowns and only four interceptions, which is huge, right? Right. Didn't do a whole lot with his feet. Uh, you know, had the toe injury midway through the season and, and <laughs> never really ran after that, right? It was pretty much protecting it. So you didn't uh-huh. get I, – I feel like we're used to getting six, seven, eight uh, touchdowns on the ground from Rodgers where he's um, scrambling around the end. Uh, so we didn't right. get as much of that. Um, yeah, so I could buy that. I could buy that as somebody – and, again, it comes down to draft capital. capital. Did you spend a lot of – draft capital on him he was the mvp last year right so you can imagine he was probably in that russell wilson range as well right five to seven somewhere in there uh where you were expecting a little bit more out of him so so i can see that um and then of course if you're a green bay fan he he disappointed you in the playoffs <laughs> yeah it was, I don't know it what was the i'm talking about it was one and done he went top. He was top five in his position. I guess I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I thought was up. Oh. Top five, Maximus. Hello, 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 hello. Hey, hey, hey! Oh. hey the Did champ you... is here. <laughs> hey, hey, spicy meatball. <laughs> hey, I'm walking here. I'm trying to get into the yeah. podcast. Did you uh, get out of here? Get out of here. Did you get the shoes delivered or what? Oh man, the package is delivered. Yes. Basketball yeah. will go on today. Thank Man, you. Man, when yeah, when you're leaving the house in the morning and you're like looking down and there's an extra pair of shoes sitting there and you're like, "Oh, those are my daughter's basketball shoes. I bet she probably needs those for practice today." You got to do that dad thing. Got to do it. You know. Got to do it. She's counting on you. Yeah. She didn't even know. Now she's going to be like, "Oh my gosh." Oh. My dad. My dad <laughs> saved the day again. He saved, saved the day. day. Again. Yeah. Save the day. I mean, it would have been like 46 to 10 if she wasn't at the game last night. So <laughs> uh, it was luckily 46 to like 24 or something. Oh, there so. you go. <laughs> yeah, she, they're good. They're real she, good. She made, she made all the difference. That's it. Yeah, she, yeah. she kept it within, you know, getting doubled up, which sucks. Yeah. 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 Did we already talk Big Ben? Uh, Big Ben out. Yep, we, done. Oh. Yep, we talked Big Ben. Yep. Nathaniel Hackett to Denver, uh, first hiring. Got that one covered. Where was he uh, from? I forget. Uh, he was he? offensive coordinator. So we were talking about, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if that's uh, if that's the the ticket to Aaron Rodgers heading for Denver, right? So Ooh, I see. The offensive coordinator. But was it a ticket for the uh, Packers moving on that he did a great job in the last game? No, it was Maybe. not. Isn't that funny? We always see this. We see these guys get hired that come from a position that they were just failing in. Yeah. Like, I mean, in real life, if you're like a custodian and you're really not, not doing well at that and you're failing, usually you don't become like a teacher, you know, like yeah. move right up the line, you know, <laughs> right up the line. <laughs> how'd you do at your last job? Uh, I would never hire that guy again. Oh, good. We're going to hire him. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. So good. All right. So we talked Ben. I mean, what did we have good to say about Ben? Uh, is he a hall of famer in your mind? Uh, he's won two championships, two Super Bowls, two Super Bowls, six Pro Bowls, uh, fifty some thousand yards passing. Uh, he he is the record holder for the most five hundred yard passing games with four. Whoa, whoa, awesome! I thought Dak did that last year, but either way, okay. So check this out. Uh, <coughs> I will I will be a big uh, I will I will gain the Daddios fanship this morning you ready for this here is how i'm gonna do it i know the i know the arrow headed right for the daddy-o's heart i'm gonna play cupid this morning and i'm gonna say that the reason ben makes the hall of fame as he i think should is because he was on the same team his entire career one of the greatest franchises in all of professional football yep that's why he makes it 
Because he didn't, he didn't switch around, which is weird when players do that. Stayed there the whole way, and they stuck, with, they stuck with him through thick and thin and, and all that, too. So, yeah, I think, My, he's, there I, you go. I, I think he's in. I think he's in. Good. So, nice. we're, covering our, we're covering our duds, duds for the season. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I talked about my two quarterbacks, uh, Ryan Tannehill, who finished number 14, and yep. Lamar Jackson, who finished number 15. Ugh, uh, yeah. Trey, Trey mentioned your fave, Russell Wilson. Yeah, uh, and and we were, you know, looking into Aaron Rodgers a little bit, but it, it appears that he finished what you said, Trey, top so, five. Yeah, but here's but here's the difference between it's it's both right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that I mean, Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, even though in Dynasty he wasn't like somebody you'd want to have on your team long term, he did a great job this mm-hmm. year far, as far as getting you a sta- uh, like consistent points. Right, good solid floor. Uh, didn't have the huge ceiling. You didn't have uh, too many of those monster games out of him this year. Uh, they, right, they were pretty, right. very balanced. Right, they ran the ball uh, enough to, uh, you know, and they were obviously successful, winning winning a lot of games, thirteen and three. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I've got one for you guys. I've got yeah. one for you guys that's gonna Bring blow it. your mind. Now, if you drafted this guy, you drafted him way too high in any format you drafted him and great things out of him and you kept having hope all year that he would finally turn the corner and maybe his amazing coach would uh get fired earlier in the season but no trevor lawrence never panned out uh, never never not, not even not even one startable game <laughs> i was gonna say could you even uh feel comfortable starting him one time all year i, I bet if you had him and and Derek carr in best ball it was Derek carr every time yeah that's Absolutely. what's crazy. Yep, we I expected think, big things. I, I, I think Trevor Lawrence's best game, very best game of the season, and you know, uh, Abides will fact check me on this one, but was was Week 18 against yep, the Colts? I game. think that was his, <laughs> and which yep. benefited no one in in a fantasy format. The uh, must lose game that they won. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, nice work, Lawrence. Nice. Cool. Nice yeah. Cool. All right. Who's so, got yeah. a ru- Who's got a running back for me? Your biggest disappointment gotcha. running back. All right, bring it. McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. Jeff Capital. Yeah. It's it's hard to avoid that one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He was he was taken in the top 3 guaranteed in in every draft. Finishes running back 41. Yeah, 400 41. 400, yeah, 4. Wow. Mm-hmm. Still. Yeah, still. Which tells you if the if the guy could just get on the stinking field, uh right. you know, you got it. Four hundred I mean, yards, that. one one touchdown, thirty-seven still, thirty-seven catches still, uh, three hundred forty-three yards and a touchdown in the air. That's that's yep. what you got from him. Yep. Now, if we're uh, talking injury, I mean, it's hard for me to say this because I would count, I would consider busts being guys that weren't injured, right? Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, because we you could say Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry being one, but. Obviously, because an injury is something that's kind of a first, yeah, right? right. Uncalculable. Um, yeah, and, and and with Henry, at least at least you won eight weeks, right? Nine weeks. <laughs> yes, yeah. every oh, week yeah. you had him in there, you were you were winning, right? So at least Playoffs he got you that. that before he went out. You know, I would yeah. say uh, I know uh, that there, he was injured, but probably Clyde edwards alaire has to be on this list because I don't yeah, think he was he, consistently anything. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, and, and we thought he was going to maybe uh, turn turn a corner this year. I don't have him anywhere on my list, so I don't have any uh, rankings as to where he finished. Um, you know, I think draft capital wise, a guy at the top of my list, draft capital wise, is Dalvin Cook. You know, oh, absolutely. Again, a top three running back uh, finishes running back fifteen. Did miss, you know, he missed a little bit of time, but uh, eleven hundred fifty nine yards, six touchdowns is all he got you. And get Man. this. He had 34 catches, 224 yards, and zero receiving touchdowns this year. Jeez. Hey, hey, so, hey. So, so he got you six total touchdowns uh, as you know, <coughs> with almost 1,200 yards rushing. That's real, really crazy. What, <laughs> oh I mean, I mean yeah. And, and Trey, you traded for him what midway through the season, I, or that was last year. I traded, I traded, I traded Maximus for him, and I traded him away. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, you traded him away. That's right, because you picked up Montgomery and 
and Wilson, uh, some other, yeah, uh, Wilson in, in that deal. That's right. So, uh, yeah, I, I just felt like he, for what you paid for him and what you expect out of, I mean, that's, you know, he's, he was a top five guaranteed top five pick in, in all drafts. And yeah. you didn't, you didn't get the return you needed uh, on a top guy, obviously, uh, Saquon Barkley probably is on everybody's list. Uh, oh, of course. Of course. In, I've got one that will surprise you, but... though. I've okay. got one that will surprise you. But um, after last season, this guy was uh, looking to, like, make some big moves in his career, and that's Kenyon Drake. We I saw have, him I, have – I have him on my list. I don't have his stats, but he finished as the running back 56. Exactly. And he rushed for uh, 254 yards and two touchdowns. That's – that's basically like one Derrick Henry game um, for his whole season. And so, he, he had 30 receptions and one touchdown. Now, the problem was he went from being a, the bell cow in where Miami, I believe. To, uh, he was in uh, Arizona. Yeah. Was he? Oh, Arizona. That's right. Yeah. And then he went to being a backup to Josh Jacobs, but then he was injured kind of all year. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. Just did not utilize him too well either. Um, Good call. Yeah. Like, like, like you said, uh, he should like belt from Belkow to just materialize from there on out. So just yeah, yeah, he would definitely just yeah, especially especially for uh, dynasty holders on Drake yes. that that had him or acquired him during that great run that he finished up the air. You know when he got traded over to Arizona and finished up just on fire, and yeah. everybody thought, oh, look at this, this is the real Drake, and we can jump on this and so they traded up for him or they made the moves to get him on their dynasty team and then he just absolutely uh, i i kind of have the same uh sour taste in my mouth uh for yeah. miles gaskin yes right? i agree it, it yeah. was all there for him uh, yeah he finished the year strong pre- in the previous year and he ends up running back 26 612 rushing yards three touchdowns uh did have 49 receptions but get this, 49 receptions for 234 yards. Wow. 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 That's a, that's a two whopping, and a half. Yeah. yeah two and a half, it's about, it's about what? Four <laughs> yards, four yards per reception. <laughs> so bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so four and four touchdowns through the air. So uh, Miami just never, ever figured out what the heck they were doing with their running game. And I understand they got offensive line issues up the wazoo. Uh, that they have to deal with, but man, they just couldn't, they couldn't settle on anything. It was a running back committee. And, and I I felt like he was the most talented guy there. And now going forward, I was able to unload him in one league. Thank you, Mahomes fries. But definitely was not on, not unable. I was not able to unload him in MSD. So uh, best of luck to to me there, but he just, man, I just thought it was there. I was buying in on the, I was drinking the miles Gaskin Kool-Aid and it, man. Well, I've got a guy for you. I've got another guy. Here we go. So this guy, this guy was on a great team, despite him being the number one running back on their depth chart. Okay. Now the, the owners of this running back uh he scored one more point this year than he did last year oh okay so that's, that's absolutely nice yeah he rushed for four touchdowns uh he he rushed for 345 yards on the season okay um he caught 197 yards and he had one touchdown okay and i this believe is a number one this is a number one running back on this team. And I believe that Zach Moss could easily uh, be replaced by any other running back in the NFL. Yeah, I, I've got him on my list too. I don't I, I, thank you for covering the number stats, 54. I, I just had him at number 55. Yeah. Number 55, there you go. Okay. <laughs> number running back 55. And you know, is that wild there. though? Yeah. yeah. We all had high hopes <clears throat> for him. Yeah. And Devin Singletary has taken it. It was there for the taken. Yeah, but let's not get too crazy on Singletary either. Where I'm going to look at him on this list, and I don't think he was a guy you could count on ever. I mean, I bet yeah. he's lower. Well, playoff run, if you still – I would say playoffs, playoffs, he was pretty good. Yeah, He was solid down the stretch. Yeah, but He was, was number all... 20 on the season. Okay, overall, he rushed okay. For, overall okay. he rushed for 870 yards and seven touchdowns. I mean – for a, it does. I mean, good, it good does. For him, but but, but yeah. once, but once Buffalo uh, decided that that's what they were going to do uh, over the last six games, I bet that he had eighty uh, percent of that production was in the last six games. 
You're absolutely right. I mean, the first four weeks, he rushed for 72, 82, 26, and 79. Then he had all these 20-yard rush games. Then the last four games, he rushed for 86, 39, but a touchdown and a bunch of receptions. And then 110 and – yeah, okay, they got it figured out. But still, that that is crazy to me that a team as good as the Buffalo Bills can have two running backs that are pedestrian at best. And I don't think yeah. that fully has to do with Josh Allen running the ball. I think that has to do with the coaches can't trust these running backs to get three and a half yards of carry. Yeah, and it's not like they were in bad game scripts that often, right? I mean, no. Buffalo had to have been leading a lot of their games. Yeah. So cool. Well, there's there's a couple. What you got, Trey? What you got, Trey, on these guys? Chris Carson? Come on. <laughs> Chris Carson's? He would definitely be on the list. Um, my list? Mike Davis? Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah. Number 59. Yeah, like he was just – he had a – it, it was there for the take. Just, like, all right, this is going to be it. And then he just – nothing materialized, and he just got replaced by a wide receiver who's now – Right. <laughs> right. It's just, it's just crazy. It's just, I don't know. So, yeah, he so would Mike definitely Davis be there. And then one. Mike Davis number one on the depth chart for running back. He rushed for 500 yards and three touchdowns this year. He caught 259 and had one touchdown. So, we're talking about a guy who's a number one and combined – yeah, so that's, and got, that's um, and, not and, good. And, and got obliterated by a wide receiver, like Trey yeah. said. Uh, yep. Right. Patterson finishes as the number nine running back, right? And and that was all due to about the to the middle of the section of the season because he did nothing for the last four or five weeks. Uh, it's amazing that uh, Patterson was able to stay that high in the rankings. As uh, wild, as bad as he was uh, at, at the end of the season. Now, a who guy else, who's who kind else of, you got, Trey? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yo, Trey, you there? Yes, I am back. I am oh. here. I am here. I lost who else you got on your list? Oh. Um, Miles Sanders. Miles oh, Sanders. Ah, I've got him right here. Number number 42. Yeah. Easy, um, easily let down. We, we did a write-up on Miles Sanders in the um, beginning of the offseason, and I kind of – Reminded people that he didn't really – that I liked for him to be a running back and I wanted him to prove himself this season. And he did exactly what I thought he would do. He didn't really see the holes. He didn't really – nothing really materialized. Then they went yeah. with Kenny, Kenneth Gainwell for a little bit. <clears throat> he was a little solid. He was a little solid. And then they're like, ah, oh, no, he's not the guy. Then Boston Scott. So it's just – it just plays a test to how disappointing Miles Sanders was because not a lot of people were drafting him really high. But a lot right. of people were being were comfortable with him being either uh, a flex or like your RB two. So it's gonna say there. Kinda... I think a lot of people drafted him as their RB two. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I, I would say no, absolutely him. Two. Seven seven fifty four. No t- no touchdowns. Twenty six catches, one hundred fifty eight yards. That's no horrible. touchdowns. How how yeah. does the guy have no touchdowns? And I yeah, Christ, see, that's a yeah. bust. Jalen Hurts, of course, takes a lot of that stuff at the goal line, whatever. But zero, zero touchdowns. Right, exactly. And you're the and you're the RB one on that team. Wow. Now we have. I kind of want to talk about that went from in 2019 being the 27 ranked running back to in 2020 being the 15th ranked running back to last year to last year being the 58th ranked running back, Ooh. and that's Mr. Ronald Jones. Ah, okay. Yeah. He had 978 yards and touchdowns in 2020, and he had 428 mm-hmm. and four last year. The crazy part is he rushed for a 4.24 average. So mm-hmm. why is that guy not on the field more? Take some heat off Brady, whatever. But he caught 10 passes for 64 yards and no touchdowns. That's yeah. a huge fall for a guy who's 24 years old and built like a prototypical running back. Probably going to see him getting a chance somewhere else. I was I gonna say, yeah, uh, yep. I think I think he um I think I with the addition of Leonard Fournette that kind of really stunted his growth as a player. Um but Absolutely. but yeah, like 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 you guys said, him on a new team, I think he'll get a fair shake at at the dice. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, nice. I like him. I like him, I like him. I, I think but, uh Tampa Bay is gonna have some some salary cap issues. <laughs> yeah, they are. He, he yeah, prob- absolutely. He probably will be a casualty of that. They'll probably 
uh, try to hang on to Fournette. I think all their guys, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn is the only one probably under contract, uh, right. but they'll probably try to, to do a one-year deal with Fournette uh, with some incentives and try to hang on to him and, and maybe let Ronald Jones go. He just wasn't, you know, didn't get the opportunities this year. That it, And we thought uh, coming out of last year that he was trending in, in the right direction and would, yeah. you know, take over more of that job, but uh, did not make it there. How about wide receiver, the wide receiver position? What do you guys have there? <laughs> can, can I start, can I start this with the number yeah. one, number one pick guy? Yes. A number yeah. one, number one wide receiver taken, I believe in the uh, 2020 draft. Okay. It's, I only have to say it because it's, it's so horrible. Okay. It's so horrible, but his 2021 season, he had 469 yards and two touchdowns before heading to prison for the rest of his life. Henry Ruggs. Uh, yeah. Huge yeah. letdown. We've, we've seen the, we've seen the end of him. Uh, right. Yeah. That, that career's over and uh, just absolutely killed people in dynasties, obviously. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If, if you had him there and you were counting on him and I felt like the Raider offense took a huge step back uh, as soon as he left and it took them a while to kind of figure things out and redistribute and get Zay Jones involved and, and kind of work, work new guys into the process all the while dealing with Darren Waller's injury uh, as well. But I think uh, the Raiders offense took, took a huge hit yeah, uh, when he time. left, when he, went out of there. Trey, how about you, wide receiver? Oh, man, I got a list. You guys nice, ready? yeah. I do, I do too. I, the, the, I got some I got some beef. I got some beef with a couple wide receivers. Uh, <laughs> Bonds, if we if we, uh, if we we knock heads on them, we'll just break them out at the same yeah. time. Uh, my number one, absolutely number one, so disappointed, Allen Robinson. Oh, yes. my goodness, yep. yes. Wide like receiver, that, 87. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, and he... Like Whoa. most people are taking this guy in the third, fourth, or fifth yep. round, expecting WR, yeah, expecting WR one production. This guy is Mister Consistency. He's going to give you the numbers in year in and year out, and then this season just absolutely nothing. I don't even think he had a hundred yep. yard game. Yep. I don't even know if he had a five hundred receiving yards. It was. It's got to be close on that. Like that guy, and, and we and we were excited, right? Justin Fields comes in. We think we have quarterback. It's going to be a, finally somebody to be able to get him the ball. And yeah, here you go, here you go. Allen Robinson had yep. a, had four hundred and ten receiving yards yeah, and one see? touchdown. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I want to say that one touchdown was in the first week too. It was really yeah, early in the so season. So bad. <laughs> yeah, Poor that Allen. is. Yeah. Do, do you want to know who was better than Allen Robinson by one position? Mr. Randall Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> right. And most people are picking Randall Cobb off the wire. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, yeah but you were, these are guys you'd start. You were actually yeah. happy with the two times you started Randall Cobb. Right? right. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. my, number right. One, my number one guy, just based on draft, where you drafted him alone was DK Metcalf. Finishes, oh, num- yep. finishes yep. number 16, 75 catches, 967 yards, 12 touchdowns. He had 12 stinking touchdowns. Yep, that's and, nice. And still ends up as the wide receiver number 16. Just was not utilized enough. And and 75 seems like enough catches for him to get it done, but they it wasn't just, it wasn't stretching the field like we're used to with DK. <laughs> yeah, him him and Russ were not even on the same in the same book. They weren't even right. on the same page. It was frustrating all year. And to be honest, I think Russ was trying to teach him a lesson more than anything about quit being an arrogant, thinking you're a badass wide receiver. We don't do that around here. And life, there were times, life lessons by Russell. But on the field. And there were times, yeah. you know, DK's wide open and Russ is just like, no, I'm not throwing to you because you're being a douche today. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I, th- I think that's kind of like, you know – I think that helps Lane. I think that helped obviously Everett, but but it did not help the Seahawks win. So good job, Russ. Teach a guy a lesson, and it's the whole year. Yeah. How about how about you, uh, Maximus? What do you got for? I've got a guy who I've been hating on for so long. I forgot when he used to be good, so he's probably not even worth having on my bus list. But every year we keep thinking T.Y. Hilton is going to pull his head out and play football <laughs> for more than three days. Uh, he had 300 and, 331 receiving yards this year with three touchdowns. Um, and, you know, it's not that he was picked super high, but this is a guy that you keep thinking 
there might be a chance. Yeah. Yeah. One of those guys that you always want to, if you have him, you want to have him in your lineup because you don't want to miss when he blows up. Right. And absolutely didn't, didn't blow up at all this year. What about you, Trey? Next one. Follow up. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yeah. D-Hop. Yep. Yeah. Finishes wide receiver number 48. Just going yeah. over my lineup? Is that what you're using? Just my lineup here? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because, uh, yeah, I was feeling the same way. D-Hop, yeah. Hits a little right. home. Yeah, like, spent, a, spent a lot of time injured. Just Yeah, yeah a lot of injury this year. Um, his draft capital, I, he was taking at least second round for sure. Yep. Yep. Um, so a, lot, a lot of people were stretching on him in the first round. It was just like a guy like that getting drafted in that round is just – Ridiculous. I mean, father time comes for everybody. Yep. I'm not saying this is the end for DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe he needs to find a better trainer for a better workout regimen to keep his body healthy. I don't know. Him and Kyler Murray, they need to figure it out. Hang yeah. out with Jerry Rice. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Get into the workout program. My next one would be uh, Scary Terry McLaurin finishes. Ooh. Wide receiver Ooh. number twenty-five, and and you know, yeah. just a lot of it was quarterback. Right? They had all kinds of stuff going on quarterback-wise there, but never really. I mean, he didn't even have any, not even one explosion game where you know no. it was like. Oh uh, uh, wait, wait! I think he did have a forty-point game early in the season. <laughs> I think he did. I think I think it was that game. I was like, he is Trey, like Trey's working it. Trey, Trey's working it here in the background. Yeah, <clears throat> the messages. That's great. Oh, great. Great. Good. He's yeah. like scary. He Terry says, he says, I'll take Terry. Yeah, exactly. Let's trade. I traded. Yeah, I'm away. still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Yeah, <clears throat> I traded him away in insane, but uh, still holding on in, uh, in msd but yeah hey he's available make make it happen yeah. uh how about another one maximus i got i'm gonna go two for one special on this two for I, one. I don't want to talk about either of them and that's jarvis landry and julio jones two guys that you thought hey i'm gonna grab this guy and it's gonna work out yeah I, I don't have landry's number i noticed he was really low i do have julio here at number 90 Landry had 570 yards and two touchdowns, okay? And he was rostered and started in, like, 97% of leagues. Yeah. And that, that means he was averaging, like, I don't know what that is, 10 yards a game. As, no. as, Jay, as Jay Lev would put it, it was he was just unlucky. He was unlucky, yeah. Was absolutely. <laughs> I, think, I mean, I think Jarvis is better uh, receiver yeah. than we saw this year. I think Baker was not on a page with anyone on his team. And then also – Julio Jones, just the same old thing. Never changes. Yeah. Well, hopefully it changes soon. Hopefully it changes in He should retire. Yeah, he should should be done. It's time. It's time. Go out while you still have a little bit of dignity left. Yeah. Uh, And, Mm -hmm. you know, he's a Hall of Famer. Granted, he's he's going in. We we can't argue that. But uh, sometimes you got to wrap it up. How about about another one, uh, Trey? C.D. Lamb. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned this a lot, it seems like, throughout the season. Uh, he, he had the dropskis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that. I mean, granted, coming out of college, that was one of his uh, concerns is like his his body was or his mind was moving too fast for his body. So he would just, yeah, like I said, he had a problem. He had a drop ball problem. He, he also, that team was just very stacked. So, right. It just seems like at times Dak would be like, all right, CD's my guy. I'm going to start putting him on. This is going to be his year. And then he would just kind of fade away from him when CD would start dropping him. So I don't know if that turned into a confidence issue between the two of them individually or what. But most people were trying to take CD Lamb as like their WR one. Oh yeah, there were a lot of reaches on him. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I would agree. As far as a kind of a bust is because of that that people thought this is he's going to explode. This is going to be the year. And I like the way you put that. Uh, the way you characterize that uh, mind, body movement faster than, than the mind couldn't, couldn't keep up. And that's, that really describes uh, what I saw with him on the field a lot was uh, trying to make a move before he had the ball or trying, you know, it was right. just never <laughs> really in sync. Right. Right. It was, it's a common issue between uh, newer receivers. I don't know if you remember, but Jamar, Jamar Chase had a similar issue. Yep. Um, earlier in the season so it yeah. is, it especially, is a thing. especially in the preseason right that's why right. we were 
kind of concerned with Chase in the preseason. Like, hmm, right. man, I don't know. Maybe yeah. the extra time off was not good for this guy. Right. But, Typically uh, guys who are who are very, very fast and very good individual playmakers like that, they, they have that issue a lot. Because uh, one person who doesn't, surprisingly, is Justin Jefferson. He doesn't. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, typ- that's typically something. Well, yeah. we expected C.D. Lamb to put up Jefferson numbers this year. We really did. Right. Last, last year, uh, C.D. Lamb scored 287 points. Uh, and this might be different in le- per league, but whatever. Uh, but just for using it as a reference, he scored, let's just say, 287 last year. This year, he scored 305. Mm-hmm. Better. He was 20 last year. Uh, ranked 13 this year. To make a case for C.D., he had five more receptions this year and roughly 200 more yards. He had one more touchdown. Okay, and uh, that's like looks like good growth, to be very honest, if we just look at the numbers. Right. But he did not score a touchdown since week 10 this year. So that leaves you half the season with a really sour taste in your mouth at the end of the year. And the wrong half. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) When you're trying to to win championships and 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 the the difference too, the difference too. last year, you probably got him in the fifth or sixth round. This year, you probably reached to the second to yep. get him you know so yeah that, that that's gonna be chase claypool is up yep. there for me thank you yep. uh just you looking know, at his two, numbers <laughs> yeah two touchdowns that was the key yeah. right because he had like 12 the year before uh probably was similar in catches and yardage uh probably you know 860 yards 59 catches or whatever uh just didn't seem to be in sync with ben uh not that anybody really was in sync with ben this year no, uh, just was kind of a mess of an offensive. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch him uh, with the new quarterback. And yeah, exactly. And, and see if he can, because because it's there, the ability's there. Uh, I don't know about the attitude. We'll see. Um, you know, there were some things that that popped up this year, maybe questioning his work ethic and some of those things. But uh, but what he, a frame! Like this yeah. guy is supposed to be Calvin Johnson, right? I mean, he can mm-hmm. be. He's built mm-hmm. like that. Um, what concerns me is when you look at his targets and his receptions. You might have just gone over it, uh, Kamish, but 105 targets, 59 receptions. Ooh. That that just yeah, tells I me. I didn't have the targets. Wow. <laughs> that that yeah. just tells me he catches half of what's thrown to him. Ooh. That is not a good wide receiver. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> So, yeah, his yards per target, eight. But, of course, that's on Ben as well. But, you know, he last year he scored 250 points. This year, 208. So, like, you can't decline as a wide receiver. No one likes that. So, No, no especially in your second year. Right? Yeah. It's supposed, supposed to be uh, that you're young and, and ready to roll. And that didn't work. Let's do one more wide receiver each. We'll hit a tight end and get out of here. Cool. I ah. just want to briefly say – these these four or three players scored more than Chase Claypool, Kendrick Bourne, Marvin Jones, and Tyler Boyd. So that's all yeah. I got. Go yeah. for it, Trey. Um, my disappointment wide receiver would last one would be probably Michael Thomas. Oh man. Yeah. Where do we begin? Yeah. That's right. probably the biggest of all of the NFL, maybe. Right. <laughs> and, and, because, and where uh, do, and where does it go from here? Um who knows, you know, who knows if he's actually, go- you're right. There's no coach. There's no really, there's no stability in it. There's no quarterback. Anymore. No quarterback. <laughs> right. No, yeah. There's there's, I mean, there's nothing. Those, the Saints are going back to their old name, the Aints. They ain't yeah, going back yeah. to Super Bowl anytime soon. He would, be best, ah. he would be best off if they would cut him loose and let him sign somewhere else. They can right. save that. They can sell, save themselves a gazillion dollars uh, and, and give him an opportunity to, to have a second chance because he's right. at the age now where he doesn't really have time uh, to be a part of a, a big rebuild down in New Orleans. So they can mm-hmm. you know, maybe trade him, get get some value out of yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. He has not scored a touchdown in two years. Just want to point that out. Um, and the last time he was on the field after his record-breaking season, uh, he caught 40, 40 passes and 438 yards. Last year, just so you know, we all know, and it's a joke, but he was ranked seven. Out of all wide receivers, <laughs> yikes! <laughs> he had zero, but still, yeah, yeah, yeah tied. It was <laughs> tied. Kind of tied. He's tied with everyone that got he, zero. He was for tied for seven hundred and first and three hundred eighty-seven. <laughs> so stupid, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, he's played yeah. seven games in the last two seasons, so that doesn't bode well. We saw how this all worked out for Lev Bell. Um, 
So, yeah. so yeah, doesn't doesn't seem to be trending in the right direction. But I think there's still hope for him. But but maybe it's not in New Orleans. My, uh, I'll do a combo pick here. I have so many wide receivers. Right. Yeah, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the Devonte Parker Kenny Galladay combination. Gee whiz. Uh, Devonte yeah. Parker finishes 73 and Galladay is 79. That's uh, fair. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and and the the talent here is the problem, right? They're, yeah. They're, these guys could be fantastic, and when they when when they show out, they are. But it, it just man. But what are they going to do there? You know, they, they oh, Yeah, Parker just hasn't been able to stay healthy, and even when he was, they didn't seem to use him. Galladay. He, he plays for the Giants. His biggest mistake yeah. is he signed a contract with them. And, man, yeah. You know, yep. and he couldn't stay healthy either. And when he was healthy, he was mad all the time and not really running routes. And, and yeah, it was awful. Well, and he had the opportunity because Slayton was also supposed to oh, break yeah. out. Sterling yeah. Shepard, I think, led the league in targets and catches through like three weeks and then yeah. was injured for basically the rest of the it's season. Probably done. It's probably done. I mean, his yeah, he gets injured, injured every year. Yeah, But, but Galladay had the opportunities. Yeah. He had – all the opportunities in the world. There were times Evan Ingram was their only wide receiver and Galladay <laughs> still couldn't make a catch. Still. So, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> let's go uh, tight end. Hold on. Uh, I, I got two tight ends. Uh, Darren Waller yep. finish, finishes number 16, mostly due to injury, you know, so it's hard to fault that, but uh, 55 catches, 665 yards, only two touchdowns for Waller. Wow. And, uh, you know, he 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 allowed uh, Hunter Renfro to be a thing, right? When Waller yeah, went well, down, Hunter Renfro took over and looked amazing. So, yeah, he's going to have to fight to get that back. Yeah. I mean, right above him was TJ Hawkinson, uh, but mostly yep. injury Both injury them. reasons. Uh, I yep. think that I think that Hawk obviously was supposed to have a great year, but also just just because I just said his stupid name and I don't ever want to say his stupid name again is Evan Ingram. I mean, this guy, every single year, this guy is like the best athlete allegedly at the tight end position. And every year he gets basically 400 yards receiving and three touchdowns. You can't start him. There's one game we're starting him every year. Just give up on this guy. It's over with. Uh, Yeah. I I believe he's a free agent, right? So maybe (laughs) he'll be forever. Maybe maybe he gets, Maybe land somewhere else and and get a yep. fresh start. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's his only hope, really. Yeah. Uh, right? Yep. Um, so my, dumb. my disappointing tight end would be Logan Thomas. There you go. Just looked at him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I I, I saw his number. Whew. His his ranking was down in like the sixties or something. And that at tight end, you can't. <laughs> you you have to work to get down in the sixties at tight end. Um, yep. Yeah. He missed Logan. like eight games in the middle of the season, he, he which did is miss bad. A bunch of time. Um, and, and, you know, same thing, quarterback issues there. Uh, and one more tight end I'd throw in there. And not that this was a huge surprise, but Jonu Smith finishes uh, yeah. tight end 35. Yeah. We knew yeah. as soon as him and Hunter Henry both were signed that it was going to be a problem. And sure enough, uh, he got the short end of the stick, 28 catches, 294, uh, only one touchdown. Hunter Henry got all the touchdowns there uh, at yeah. the tight end position. So. Yeah, now, a guy. A guy we got to mention, obviously, got to be like a, a notable mention is the guy who had eleven touchdowns last season. Okay, at tight end position, ranked number three, uh, Robert Tanyan, and it yeah. was in- injury. But he was a guy that you might have loved at the end of last season, maybe traded for, maybe yep. spent a higher draft on it than you should, and then, uh oh, that didn't work. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah, he got hurt very, very early. Did he even? Yeah start out four games yeah he played four games and then gone something like that yeah yeah he's he's a product of rogers though you know he's nothing really too spectacular but i definitely agree with you i was i was very high on him this year i thought he was gonna definitely turn it up to the next level and like you said nothing really came of it yeah then the injury came and now you're just like well he's just back (laughs) to being irrelevant tight end here right 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 exactly Exactly. One thing before we get out, I want to talk about this guy just uh, going forward in in a dynasty format. What do you guys think about Calvin Ridley? I like him still. I want him. I want him. James Mullen probably won't listen to this podcast and he probably won't answer my DMs. (laughs) But if you're listening, buddy, I will trade for Calvin Ridley right now, my man. Please, yeah. please get Let's back to go. me. Hey, hey, Snyder made a trade yesterday, so anything's possible. I saw that, bro. I yeah. saw that, bro. I couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Good 
Joe Pavelski. Wow. Joe Pavelski. Uh, how about Tang in the panic mode over there, making all the hockey moves yesterday? Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. Hey, sometimes people get a little nervous when they're when their crown's being touched. So maybe he just needs to retool <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. He wants he wants he wants to secure this this thing. He wants to make his NHL his thing year in and year out. We're inching yeah. closer to him in the in the standings too. He had this huge like uh, thirty point lead, and now YK and I are right on his tail. Uh, Jeez, we're, we're right there. If I wouldn't have crapped the bed against uh, Barry last week, um, yeah, it um, happens though. It happens. It's, okay, uh, okay. Hockey, before before go, you guys go, run go. away with hockey, go, go. I'm going to save go. our fans. Okay, we're going to save go, the go. fans we have, <laughs> and I'm going to reel it back into some Calvin Ridley talk. Oh yeah, I yes. I like go the ahead. idea. I like the idea of Calvin Ridley stepping away. It's a very serious issue. It is something that definitely needs to be taken seriously uh, by some of these guys who have been hit for, you know, the last 10 to 15 years of their life since they've been playing Pop Warner football. It is a serious issue, and I'm glad that he took some time away. What I do fear is that when you do that, your body is not used to getting hit anymore. Uh, not in the head, but obviously your body. Uh, you work out that that tone of being able to take hits. And if Redley does make a comeback, I believe he'll probably be off and injured. So I love, I love this guy. I think he was, he was a great playmaker and part of maybe a, a rebuild after the Matt Ryan era. But now after taking this time off, if he does not come back in training camp, I would steer clear of him based on a little bit of rust and a little bit of all that stuff I just mentioned. Do we think he's coming back as a Falcon? I think no. he has to. I think he has to. And I think he would because the city has been good to him and the coaching and, and the ownership and everything have let him do this. I don't think he would have any ill will toward them. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're going to play, you're going to play for a team that's taking care of you through something like this. Um, you know, it's like Andrew Luck. You know, if Andrew Luck would have come back two years later, he would have still been under contract, I think, with the Colts, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So, so I think Ridley's. I, they I, still I'm have not him. sure. I'm not sure what Ridley's contract status is or whatever, but uh, he's got uh, to at it, least have a year or two left. It, it, it's come up in discussions as to <clears throat> whether being uh, whether Atlanta was part of the situation or you know whether he needs a fresh start or, or whatever. So I'm just kind of curious what you guys thought about him ending up there i think the situation is part of the situation if you really like put yourself in these guys shoes you have to be like a type a major narcissist to be an nfl superstar i mean you have to think of yourself on a whole different and if you start realizing that you're one injury away from the end of your career and you know maybe you've blown all your money on gold chains and stuff i mean seriously you have you have to look in the mirror, really take account of your mental health because that can probably slip away pretty fast. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, look at AB. Look at AB. Look Mullen. at all these wide receivers. You know? Yeah. Mullen. Mullen. Answer us, buddy. Yeah. He's not going to. Yeah, I got you. I don't know. <laughs> After all that, I didn't dissuade you. You still want him? <laughs> you still want Ridley? He's cheap right now, I'll tell you that. But it, I don't think hey, he's going to play hey, next hey. year. Scary really Terry, you know, I'm, I'm all about those cheap deals. Let yeah, let's go. Play. I want Terry, yeah. too. Let's go. Yeah. Let's Trey, get him. Trey, Trey, is, uh, <laughs> Trey has retooled this team on the fly. And oh, my goodness. I love better it. Better by the minute. He's getting ready for next year already. Get it. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> Let me, before we go, even though you said we had to go like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> we have to go. How, no more hockey. No more hockey. Brandon, Brandon Ayuk would also be a disappointing wide yes. receiver for me. Yep, yes, I have absolutely. him here. Number 38, 56 catches, 826 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, Unreliable. Especially, especially when we thought what what we thought we were going to get out of him this year. Again, Remember another how one of those best? guys <laughs> like a Chase Claypool that we thought year two, C.D. Lamb year two, we thought was going to just explode, and it just didn't happen. But Ayuk right. was benched week one by Shanahan for not working, for not yes. trying hard. Yep, him and yeah. uh, Trey, him and Trey Sermon were hanging out on uh, in Jeez. the same area of the of the bench for not being. Were they on their phones during games? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, sorry, no. I had to that fit in be, the Steelers. That, that would be Haskins. That would be Haskins. All right, I don't know what happens at an hour, so we better get out of here before okay. an hour hits. And uh, yeah, so tomorrow, uh, yeah, gridiron is coming on. We're going to talk. Uh, oh. uh, playoff playoff matchups and overtime. How are we going to fix this overtime situation? How are we going to do it? Hey, good to have you back in, Trey. It's been a yeah, while. Buddy. Uh, can't yep. wait to uh, can't wait to get get together with you and start planning out uh, 
uh, this September trip next year. It's going to be a blast. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that already. Yeah. yeah. Gonna, hey man, awesome. we're gonna yeah we're gonna we're gonna do some wild things. It's gonna be Brewers and Brewers yeah. and Packers, baby. Brewers and Packers. All nice. right, for the fantasy blink, I'm the commish. He's Trey. He's commit. He's Clintus Maximus. We're over and out. Peace. Later, guys. Woo.